Greetings. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 Minutes of Solid Inspiration, episode 141. Giving all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes since podcast number one. We've been able to connect every single episode with forgiveness. And yes, and happiness and pain and and joy and all those emotions. But really, forgiveness, because we have to be able to forgive ourselves and let go of those things like uh, pain and hurt, self-sabotaging energies, to forgive ourselves. We have been talking like for maybe three weeks about joy, happiness, peace, and love. Now, all of that has to come from a place of forgiveness and it starts with ourselves. So, um, and it does include others now. We can't like walk around here bitter and hating folks. We have to forgive other people, but the stress has been, um, the real stress is forgiving ourselves first and foremost and always. It is vital to emphasize the importance of starting with forgiveness, forgiving ourselves for what we didn't do of the day before, like how we didn't do our best the day before. Did we flip somebody off in traffic when we really didn't have to? Did we go into work with a bad attitude and the whole day was ruined just because we had a bad attitude? Did you start your day better? Did you wake up and get a cup of coffee instead of skipping that cup of coffee? There's lots of things. There's lots of things. We can forgive ourselves starting with, did we pray? I guess I should say that. Did we pray before we popped off? Did we pray before we made that decision? Did we pray before we moved forward? Did we pray before we started our day? That's the type of thing. We need to forgive ourselves for not doing that and then start doing it, right? But it's easy to, it's it's so easy to say. It's easier said than done. And it's actually very, it's a lot easier to blame and judge and hold resentment instead of just kind of working on that, right? toward ourselves and toward other people because it takes no work. Uh, And actually, that's erroneously said. I believe negativity takes a lot of work, but it's work that we want no parts of. Really, you know, this manifestation thing works both ways. We have to use our imagination. Our imagination, we have to sit down and we have to think. So if we think about things in the positive manner, we get positive things. If we think about things in a negative manner, we get negative things. So negativity does take work. It takes a lot of thought. But again, we don't want parts of that because operating from a negative place creates blockages and leads us to live under like a victim mentality. And that's where I'm getting to in this episode today. We need to forgive ourselves so we don't end up in that victim mentality. I think today too, this podcast episode is going to be a lot shorter. We might just it might be under 15 minutes because really, uh, it's really not too much to say other than to be direct with this. Um, not sure if I'll have any examples today because this is like my whole life. I can use, I could talk about this today, this self-forgiveness thing. And I could probably talk, I probably have like a list of things I'm going to call like a rap sheet where I haven't forgiven myself. And we could talk about this for the next three days. Like maybe take a couple coffee breaks, but um, I'm just going to be pretty direct with this today and say that these negative blockages that I'm talking about, it totally, when we can't forgive ourselves, when we're working from a place of negativity and all that work, all that thought that we put into it, y'all, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work that's put into that. Um, and we see, and we see it. 
when we see all these things happening in our lives. And we, and we need to, and trouble will come. Trouble will come. But it's how we respond to things that either keeps the trouble there or, uh, or goes away forever. It doesn't come back. So I guess um, we need to just understand. We need to let this go. We should not live under a victim mentality. We are not victims. And I guess it's more than appropriate to take this opportunity to say right now that most people operating from this mindset, this victim mentality, will also do everything in their power to avoid admitting um, they don't know what to do. I'm about to tell you what we should do. We should always go to God. We should go to God in prayer for everything. I'm going to mention that through this whole podcast episode. I mean, I... I could say that in 30 seconds and this podcast episode will be over, but the name of the podcast is Karen Hope's 15 Minutes of Solid Inspiration. So I can say it for 15 minutes. Um, We need to not be that person that avoids everything, avoids every, every, just completely avoids saying that I don't know. Those people not only live in a victim mentality or victim mindset, they'll do anything to be right. They'll do anything. Living the most victimized way of thinking that a person could be, they will do anything to be right. They will lie. They will cheat. They will steal. They will ruin someone's reputation. They will do anything to be right. To And not necessarily be right. Yeah, that counts. But to say, like, to not to admit that they don't know what to do. There are some people that are absolutely afraid to admit they don't know what to do. And all they have to do is go to God in prayer and tell God, I don't know what to do. You don't even have to tell anybody. See, that's the one thing about ego. No one doesn't, no one has to know that you don't know what to do. Follow God's voice. And it seems like you have it all together. But you're talking to him. And he's leading you. And then that's a good system. It's a good way to be. And we're not in a, in that way. We're not being a victim at all. Actually, we're being victorious, walking, walking with God on our side every single time. So don't be that person that's afraid to admit, I don't know. Say it. If you don't know, just say it. That's not being a victim. That's being victorious. Walking around saying, oh, like not not wanting to admit that you don't know and will do anything to be right. That's a victim. You don't want to be that person. Um, because, you know, we take on this thing as human beings. I don't know where it comes from because it definitely has nothing to do with the spirit and we are spirit. So yes, it has to do with the flesh. It's got to, we have, we have convinced ourselves that it's our duty and our responsibility to know everything. Are you kidding me? Really? You want to know everything? I don't want to know everything. Uh Uh-uh. Um, we know a lot of everything except what we're supposed to know. And that's when to be quiet and sit down and to be, and to walk and, and always trust God. But we just don't know. We always try to fight trusting him. So we need to open ourselves, um, ourselves up to receiving new information. You know, what's wrong with that? Do you know you're going to be so so intimidated by the world and so intimidated by your own power 
that you won't open yourself up to receive new information from expected, expected, those people that God put in your path that you know, bam, oh yeah, that that person's supposed to be here. I've been waiting on you, that type of thing. And then the unexpected, you know, information that we receive like, hey, oh, I would not have ever thought it was you or that would give me that information or something like that. But also it ends with that same phrase. I've been waiting on you though. I prayed for that though. I was wondering how I was gonna get the answer. I asked God about it. Oh, that's those pleasant surprises. Oh, I love them. I've got a pleasant surprise in my life that I just absolutely just love. Pleasant surprises are fantastic. God is good. And right now I'm going to thank him for pleasant surprises. Let's go ahead and just give God a few minutes right now. Let's give him a few moments and let's thank him for whatever pleasant surprise you have in your life right now. What's unexpected, that new information that floods your heart and your mind and gets you a little connected more, believe in God a little more. Let's thank God for that pleasant surprise right now. Yes, indeed. You know what that means? If you can thank God for that, that means that you are not living in that victim mentality. You know what it is. <laughs> you know, because you know what? Living in that victim mentality, do you know what? It gives us energy. But do, do you don't want to know what kind of energy that is? That energy. It's the energy to hold a grudge. Do you want to do that? Oh, such an ugly feeling. You wake up, you waste your time on on things to think about that's not even toward serving your purpose. It feels so much better, y'all, to wake up and not think about. There's so much negative things to think about, but not think about it. It it even seems to get boring. (laughs) Like, but then you want to think about something that's like off kilter and you think, oh man, I'd rather be bored. What am am I thinking about? You know, you want to shake that off. You don't even want to go there. The things that used to give you a chill, like, ooh, give you a chill, like, ooh, like, ooh, ooh, shake that off. Cringy like that. (laughs) Right. You know, because it's so hard to move forward when we claim the victim role. So once we do move from that and we find ourselves going back to that, it's cringy. Like, oh, Heck no. Right? When we don't forgive ourselves, we hold ourselves hostage. No one wants to be a hostage. Everyone wants to be free. We want to be freed up in our minds. You know, why do we want to be all held hostage, holding ourselves hostage while everyone else is walking around free in their in their mind and their spirit? At least seemingly they are. They may not be, but it's not our concern. That's not our concern. So what happens is when we're looking at these things and we see, we're like, oh, I'm so bound and I'm been there so free. They may not be, but it's what we're convincing ourselves of, of and it keeps us more stuck because we're claiming victim. Why are they not feeling like I'm feeling when they, you know, because they, because they're just not, do you, did you hear what I just said? They're just not. A feeling is just a feeling. So when we don't feel it, it's not there. A thought is just a thought. So if we don't think it, it's not there. 
if we have a bad thought, that bad thought, we can change it, we transmute it. I've learned, I've been doing a lot of reading and I've learned that word transmute. And it means to take something that's already like it is. It is what it is, you know, and you, and you transmute it. You turn it into something new from what it is. For instance, you have a blob of mud, water and dirt. It's water and dirt. But if you sit down there and you sculpt it up into um, a little adobe, a little mud house, if it's gone from a pile of just mud to a nice little adobe house for your Barbie. Okay, I'm not on a big scale. <laughs> that sure is a big pile of mud and water, isn't it? Dirt and water and a lot of sun. But what I'm trying to do is just like just kind of scale it down to your hand size. You know, that's what transmuting means. And we've got pain, like for instance, pain. We can transmute that into promise. That pain, we can build it up. We can take a little water, a little dirt, and we can take our hands and we can mold that into something that looks different, but it's still pain. But we turn it into something different. Bake it with the sun a little bit, mold it a little bit, give it a little design, give it some purpose, right? I just love this. Just love the way when you don't feel like a victim, the things that you learn, you can walk away from your, your state of mind and go read some more books, go read some things that are different, go meet some different people, you know, see some different ways of thinking perceptions and, and different ways to see perceptions and, um, yeah, just looking at things differently. You know, we don't want to be holding ourselves hostage while other people are not because it makes us, we are going to look, we are going to see that and we're going to be more in a victim mentality when we feel like we can't get out of it. And how can they, how we ask ourselves, you know, maybe they have not, maybe they pray, but don't worry about it. Worry about what you're doing. And we should make it an everyday goal, y'all, to ask God to help us forgive ourselves enough to know that he still loves us no matter what we do. And we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying, and we're trying our best, right? As long as we're trying our best and that that's the deal. We're not being victims. We're trying our best. And we know that that's all we need to do. We don't need to be anything more than that. We cannot be more than what we are. Take the pressure off yourself. Take it off yourself. We are what we are. We can't be more than that and be, and be, and be happy with that and transmute anything that's negative into something positive so we can continue to grow into our purpose. And that is to stay positive. And that's to look at these things, no matter what's going on and say that life is happening for us, not to us. And we are not victims in no way, shape, form or fashion. We are victorious and um, God does love us. Yeah, he does love us and unconditionally. Do you know what unconditionally means? It means it doesn't matter who you are. See, people walk around here, down here, and I'm learning this more and more. There's people that walk around and say they love us unconditionally, but they only love those who are who are meeting their condition. You know, some Christians will say, "I only love you if you're Christian." Um, some people that are are that are spiritual that say, "Oh, you know, love and light." will only love people that, you know, don't wear shoes and decide not to shave their armpits for, 
for three years. I don't know. It's just a whole bunch of balarkey, if you ask me. God is the only one that can love unconditionally. But what we can do is love ourselves unconditionally, love who we are. And then it's easy to accept people, not tolerate them, but accept them. And it just makes things a little bit easier down here when we stop tolerating each other, right? We must believe that there was a reason that God put these, these things in front of us. We must see our mistakes as the lessons that they are. If things are not happening to us, but they're happening for us. We must see that not to be, not to claim a victim. We must believe that there is a reason why God has chosen a path for us and a, a path that we must walk. We must do this to not be able to claim this victim, this victim. It's a weapon formed against us. And sometimes it does prosper. We can't let that prosper. We have to pray about it. And then when these lessons are learned, it becomes a blessing, right? It's exactly what it is. These bad feelings, we transmute these bad experiences into what we call blessings. They, um, These bad feelings that we start to feel, y'all, and when it starts to start to creep up on us, don't hold them. Don't hold on to any of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Um, it's a it's a feeling. It's a thought. It's old. It's already happened. It's old. It's not in the right now. It's something we're thinking about that already happened. It's old. Get rid of it. And so we should commit to working through each one of these experiences systematically and bless it and then release it. These these negative experiences, bless it, then release it. Bless it, then release it. The next bad feeling, bless it, then release it. And when we... Um, and when we face these painful, these painful thoughts and memories and feelings and all these things um, head on, we face it head on with God as our strength, prayer as our like our vehicle, our weapon, God as our strength. We can look these things right in the eye, experience the hurt and pain from the past, allow it to wash over us, you know, fully experience it once and for all. You know what we call that? That's that one last cry, y'all. You know what I'm talking about. And it's amazing, isn't it? That one last cry is amazing. Brian McKnight sang about it, one of my favorite songs. I would sing it right now, but I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> I don't think you are either. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that one last cry is amazing. And when we have that one last cry, we have finally had the chance to properly process that pain, transmute it, you know, emotionally and spiritually. And then we could walk away from it forever, knowing God, you know, he took it away and it's not coming back. Sounds easier said than done because it's scary. It sure is. Who wants to face that they're the problem? No one wants to face that we're the problem. But when we do, it's a game changer. And I believe we could all do it like this. We need to trust God. That's what it takes. Trust God. And then you know that you're not a victim. You know, go to God to prayer and every with everything. 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 Are you feeling are your feelings hurt? Don't get on the phone and call somebody. Don't even call your pastor first, okay? Don't call your mama. Don't call your daddy. Don't call your best friend. Don't call your husband at work. Don't call your wife, you know, while she's cooking supper. Talk to God about that first. You may not even have to pick up your phone. It may, it may not be even necessary. Tell God first. You know, are you afraid you're being manipulated? Don't take revenge. Talk to God about it right away. Yes, oh. Yeah, there are actions that we need to take to take control of our lives, but it must start with talking to God about it first because we'll get some direction. We'll get some direction that's a lot quicker than our own. Like we can nip it in the bud. You heard what I said? Nip it in the bud with God.
period. You know, tell him, tell him that the way you're thinking is the only way that you know. Like, like I said, we can't be more than what we are. God knows that. Tell him you need help. Tell him you're scared. Tell him you're, you're very frightened. Fear, where we have fear, there's no love. You tell God that you're frightened and take it away, then love can come in. And we need to look for these signs and symbols and synchronicities and then move, right? We ask him for it, then we need to look for the answer. Listen for the answer, feel the answer. Yes. And if we start one person or situation at a time, uh, we'll lighten up our load, uh, you know, substantially. Because we're human. We can't carry that stuff forever on our back like that before we break down. And then we break down. We can't even bones broken. We can't even mend them. We might be fixed, but our back is going to be crooked. Anyway. Yeah, because we feel things so deeply. And we, we store our feelings in order to help us cope with similar situations that will happen in the future. There's nothing new under the sun. It may not happen to us, but we may have some children we might have to coach through. Some grandchildren we have to coach through. I am so looking forward to my grandbabies. And I got a long time here. At least 40 more years. God is good. So, but it's time to let go of all that self-sabotaging feelings and thoughts and energies and patterns and behaviors. You know, we should let ourselves off the hook and see ourselves as being um, incredible beings, love and light and a force, you know, that we've always been. And, you know, and you know what? We're not losing y'all. We're learning. And each experience is a blessing. And if we know we're being blessed because life is happening for us, not to us, it's absolutely impossible to claim victim. <laughs>